All right, welcome back to 22 Glimpses into the Future. And this time I am joined here by Alex. Hi. Hello. Hello. So would you like to share what your product is? Um, so my product is called Lock, Stock and Barrel. And it's aiming to make stock control in bars and restaurants um, just easier, more efficient, and just really quick, basically. Get rid of um, busy work and just let managers focus on business planning and customer experience, essentially. Awesome. Very cool. So the process I know kind of began with your own experiences in the service industry. Yeah, so I've, um, I mean, I've worked in and around the industry for ages. So obviously I did like the classic, you're 18 years old, you work in a bar, you work in a restaurant, doing that kind of stuff. And then before I came to uni, I worked uh, on the commercial side. So I was selling equipment to bars and restaurants, doing things like warranties, and then like working on like commercial websites to sell these things. And then since I've been at uni again, I've been back on the bar side of it. So I've always been like in and around the industry. And then I've also, you know, I really do enjoy going to the pubs. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, um, I've seen all all aspects of the industry, perhaps. Perhaps one could say that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's where the initial impetus came from. In fact, the restaurant I was working at over the summer, they were brand new. They just... Um, I mean, there were brand new things were changing all the time. What was stored upstairs would be moved downstairs. And they just bought this new software to help them manage their inventory. My assistant manager spent two days setting the whole thing up. And then the owners come in and say, let's move everything we keep downstairs with everything upstairs. And it just meant that all the work they'd done for two days had to be restarted. So it was like four days paid labor that had just gone to waste. And um, just as another bit to this, my... Assistant manager was literally hired with the one job to manage stock. So at that moment, I was just thinking, I mean, clearly no one wants to do this, but it has to be done. So why not just make it easier? And, um, you know, software in a lot of uh, hospitality industry or like any industry where there's kind of that divide between designers and the people using it, they're never quite great. So, yeah, why not make it better? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there are many, many designers who don't have that experience in hospitality and then build something they, I mean, this is true everywhere, building something they think will help someone else that they have no actual personal experience with. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, that was the issue with the, the software they were using. It kind of it worked in theory, but it just wasn't versatile. It didn't consider like how things are always changing. So it's, yeah, just important to, I guess, bring users on or bring you know people from industry into the design process. Um, yeah. Yeah, so your solution to that is lock, stock, and barrel. What does yeah. it do? Um, so it, well, kind of one of the main things it does is it stops you having to go through every single object and count them by hand and write them down by hand and then put them onto a spreadsheet, just eliminating that. So you use, um, it runs on a tablet that you can just take with you, so kind of like an app. Um, and we use computer vision or artificial intelligence to see uh, the objects in your storeroom in real time and basically just count them a lot quicker, uh, a lot more accurately as well. And that data um, automatically gets transformed, yeah, transformed, you could say, into um, like useful data analytics, um, useful visuals. And then to go even further, you could use artificial intelligence to say things like, oh, okay, we're running out of this quite a lot. Why don't we stock up a little bit more this time or around this time of year? We don't really sell a lot of this, so maybe don't order that again. Um, yeah, that's, I, I would say that's kind of the main, the main, um, function. And then, um, what we were talking about earlier about, um, the software that exists not being flexible. Um, there's a mode on it that lets users, uh, train the system to recognize new produce. So if you're quite, um, if you're like a, like a little bit more boutique or you sell kind of unique items that aren't necessarily 
going to be on like a universal database. Uh, you can train it yourself. Um, so it's flexible and it can grow with the business. So you're essentially teaching the tablet's camera to recognize a certain product. And then when you do your stock management, you're just holding up the product and it detects that you've got one. And then are you putting in quantities manually kind of thing? Um, no. So in theory, you don't actually have to uh, put the, the thing in manually. So what it could do is, let's say you had like 10 bottles of Coke. Um, it, it can identify that those are separate objects. So it would just count them as 10. Okay. Um, but like there are issues with, um, say, like a bar fridge, they're quite narrow. You have a lot of stock in them. So there might be instances where um, perhaps it recognizes all the objects in there, but it doesn't, it can't make an educated guess as, as to how many. So there is a little function that lets users update that um, on the fly. So they can spot for errors, but generally it, it can count in most instances. Okay. And then the device is using obviously AI to detect that, but it's also using AI to make smart decisions about your stock management. And that allows restaurants to essentially save money in the long run, not over order. And of course would in theory reduce food waste too. Yeah. Um, so the kind of another big inspiration for it came from, um, what Ikea are doing. So they work with a company, um, to eliminate food waste in their kitchens. They use Basically the same technology, object recognition, but instead it's over a bin. So whenever anything gets thrown away, the kitchen knows what they're throwing away, how much waste is getting accrued, and then they can use that to save money. So it basically works, I guess, on the opposite end. Instead of things going out, it's everything coming in. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Cool. So the design process, obviously, you kind of built off of your own experiences in the service industry. But when it came to kind of starting the design, what directions did you go what kind of big things did you realize from the get-go? Um, so first of all, it was, I mean, I'm sure you know this as well, a bit scary because you're like, I know this is a problem. It needs to be solved. And I have some ideas, but are they really feasible? So um, I, I really started at first just looking at industry publications and um, some academic studies as well. I mean, there's not really a lot in hospitality, just kind of about stock management, stock management in theory. Then I looked at, you know, what are the big companies doing, like Amazon, you know, Amazon is all logistics. It's all about storage. Sort of looked at what they were doing. Um, looked in a lot of broad sources. And then I think once I had a better understanding of um, the area, the terminology people use, that's when I started interviewing um, like real managers and people like working in the industry. Um, yeah. Cool. And then the building process, obviously your product was very digital. Like you didn't yeah. have a physical component to it. But a lot of it was digital, which isn't something we do so much in this course. So can you kind of go into that a little bit? Yeah, so that was... Um, a little tricky. I mean, it's literally the one part of the product I've not even mentioned so far is the physical part of it, which, to be blunt, is nothing more than really a tablet mount. Um, and I think if this product was to actually be released, the kind of physical side of it isn't really important uh, from the start. So at the start, the idea was a mounted terminal, physical terminal, um, kind of like maybe what you see at McDonald's, you know, those like um, interfaces, those touchscreen ones. Yeah, yeah. So something like that in a storeroom. And then when I started testing with users and doing interviews, um, it just became clear like this kind of fixed model wasn't going to work. It needed to be portable. And, you know, why make a whole, well, why make a tablet when you can buy a tablet and just build an interaction on there, right? And, yeah, especially you know, when you're building off of the kind of image recognition technology, LiDAR scanners, all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's exactly. already in popular tablets. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, you go to most bars and restaurants now, especially ones, um, I guess, ones that would be interested in this kind of service, They most places already have tablets, right? Or they have some kind of digital system. So why not just sell them a new service? Um, 
so yeah, I went, although we do product design and probably ended up designing more of a service um, mm. than a product, uh, which isn't, it's not that common on our courses. I mean, I know no. every year there's like a handful of us UX weirdos that I <laughs> <laughs> just, we just want to be on Figma. We just want to be making screens. Like, uh, Yeah, I mean, every, everyone does a little bit of it. I, yeah. I arguably need to do more of it prior to new designers. Yeah, I need to um, touch up my UI a little bit more, make it a little uh, sexy, a little popping, a few yeah. little Easter eggs, yeah. So do you have plans to take Lock, lock Stock and Barrel any further? Um, you know what, before we had our design show, so we had a design show where we presented it to like the public and things like that. Before that, I kind of wasn't very confident about it. I didn't really like the idea. I mean, I like the idea. I think maybe just um, maybe time constraints or if I had maybe another year to work on it, the implementation could be better. Um, so I have been thinking about um, maybe taking it forward, maybe in a year or two, maybe it's something I'm just going to think about for now. Um, cause I want to get more experience working in industry first, um, kind of understand how design processes work at like really big companies. Um, cause it just kind of fascinates me to think like how, like how do you design at Google, right? Like I know it's all compartmentalized, but I'd just be really fascinated to see what yeah. that process looks like. Absolutely. Um, and it is something you can just keep in your back pocket until then. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, one thing that came out of the design show was I got talking to a lot of computer engineers, um, like software engineers who are um, doing a lot with AI. And uh, it was a little nerve wracking at first when they were like, so how many computer scientists have you spoke to? And I was like, okay, I've had like one or two conversations, but I've not really gone to anyone and been like, is this 100% doable? And pretty much everyone was like, yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. It's quite actually a simple, a simple implementation. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for joining. Is there any place that people can kind of get in touch with you if they want to know about more about you as a designer? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram at amacdesign, so that's A-Y-M-A-C dot design. Um, I am working on a website, not out yet, but yeah, check me out on AMAC Design. You'll, you can follow me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining. Oh, cheers. Thanks. All right, this has been 22 Glimpses into the Future, and we'll have someone else coming right up. Goodbye. Yeah.